0: The Fake Show is brought to you by Hash House a go the law firm of Hutchison & Steffen, Brew City Brand Apparel, The Food Connection, LV.com, and by Mr. Antenna.
1: Now comes the part of the show where all you boys and girls get a chance to test your vocal cords. We call this the sing-along. All you kids out there will now have a chance to sing this next song right along with us.
0: Sounds from the legendary Beatles cartoon that ran Saturday mornings on the ABC network from 1965 until 1969. I'm Jim Tofte with The Fake Show, and although the Beatles weren't directly involved in the cartoon, they did lend their music to the series, which was why so many of us tuned in. Now with the real story behind the cartoon Beatles, the man who animated and directed that show, and many, many more, it's Ron Campbell. How are you doing, Ron Campbell? Hi great. Are you Jim? Very good. Where are you today?
1: Right now I'm in a town called
0: Minot in North Dakota. Oh, sure. So are you traveling the country right now doing Beatles cartoon art shows at the moment?
1: Yes, I'm with, uh, with, with Rock Art Show and uh, we're doing North Dakota uh, in the course of these 10 days and then I return home to Arizona.
0: And it should be explained to people that um, you started out in Australia and went to art school there. That's how this all began. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. I always say it began when I was like six years old going to the movies on Saturday afternoons and seeing Tom and Jerry cavorting and bumping into each other. And uh, when I learned that they were drawings, I became obsessed with the idea of doing drawings that seemed to live and breathe, you know. So I went went to art school in Australia and uh, learned well enough how to draw so that I could animate. Being on the leading edge of animation in Australia brought me in contact with uh, an American company, King Features.
0: Oh, sure. uh,
1: Yeah, they wanted to produce uh, cartoon films and needed somebody in Australia to do it. So uh, that led to my directing the Beatles TV cartoon show.
0: Ron, why did they need someone from Australia to to get involved?
1: I suspect it was, um, uh, they didn't want to use an American company to do the Beatles television show. They had the primary uh, contractor was a London company, TVC, and they needed, uh, that company couldn't do all of them, so they needed about half of them to be done elsewhere. And uh, uh, we were producing very nice animation commercials and We looked competent enough, I imagine. So we managed to get a contract, and guess what? We did a job that was uh, up to the standards that were necessary. We did it on the budget, and we actually delivered on time. So there we were.
0: And before we get deeper into the Beatles cartoon situation, which was one of my favorite childhood memories for sure, with King Features, you were working on such cartoons as uh, Beetle Bailey, Crazy Cat, and Cool McCool.
1: That's right. You yeah. I love Cool McCool. That was a character created by Bob Kane, who was the creator of uh, Batman. Yeah. It was a fun show.
0: So with the Beatles, how long did it take you to come up with the design, which is so famous now, of?
1: Actually, the design was done in England, um, and it didn't take them very long. Um, what actually happened? The way the way the thing worked was, um, King Features would write the script for the story. They would record the voice track, which was an essential uh, the first essential step. And uh, they would get the music uh, from the Beatles, and they would ship to me in Australia the the, the music and and the script and. I would be responsible for storyboarding it, getting it animated, getting it filmed, and shipping back to New York a work print and a cut negative and a cut music track, voice track, and sound effects track.
0: You've said in the past, I think I've read in interviews, that the budget was not very much. You had to work with what you had to work with.
1: Not no 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 no. It was extremely low, and um, that's possibly why they didn't want to do it in the United States, you know. And, and also, you know, animation in those days. Um, uh, let's see, there was a budget of like fifty thousand dollars to produce a six-minute film. Wow. At Warner Brothers. Uh, at Warner Brothers, fifty thousand dollars to make six minutes for so the Beatles television show for a half an hour show. We had. $5,000.
0: Okay. $5,000 for a
1: half hour, $50,000 for five minutes.
0: <laughs> and half of that went to catering, right, Ron?
1: Well, we didn't eat that much. We were young and young and
0: <laughs> I remember the creators of Rocky and Bullwinkle, they had sent out to uh, have their cartoon done in mexico because it was cheaper to do it that way
1: yes well you know nobody really knew how to make money out of television cartoons for children in those days you know they knew how to do it for the movie theaters for cinemas but even even so this the cinema uh, animation business was really dying at the same time as it was growing on television that's just the history of the
0: thing i don't know if music licensing came into play here, or did the Beatles just give you the songs to put on the uh, on the cartoons? They
1: gave, they gave us the songs, you know, um, but it was only for the, you know, we couldn't do anything else with them. It was just for the films.
0: So has there ever been a, a DVD release of the Beatles cartoons?
1: There has been a lot of uh, bootleg DVD releasing uh, taken off the television screen and stuff. There is, in fact, a demand for it, yeah so I kind of doubt that it will ever happen. Uh, I do believe that um, Apple records are not interested in doing it. There are a number of um reasons why one of them is uh I understand John did not like the television show very much. In the original, in the original contract, um, they were not allowed to be shown in England because the Beatles themselves were were uncomfortable with the voice tracks because um, they were fake Liverpool accent. And- yeah and 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 further there were cultural um cultural and legal reasons why there would be difficulties different there's three or four songs in every half hour and different legal requirements for that also there's cultural things you know we 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 took the beatles to japan and all the japanese people were running around with with cameras over their necks and boxes and thick glasses and you know, <laughs> yeah and cultural stupidities that sure are, yeah. are not uh, not appropriate in today's
0: age. You know? Yeah, before we there were a
1: lot of reasons, even though there's a demand for it, and there's many millions of people would love to see them.
0: I am one of those who who has the bootleg of, of all the episodes. Oh, there
1: you go. <laughs> okay, and and uh, you'd love to see uh, an original. Uh, Prince of it, but I'm afraid that's not going to happen. Uh, Probably not in our lifetime, anyway.
0: Were the Beatles asked to do the voices, or or were they not ever approached about this?
1: You know, I don't actually remember the details in that. I think they were offered, in in the Yellow Submarine itself, I believe they were offered to do it, but there was a, there was a real problem. Al Brodax was the producer of the TV show, and I think he was rather adamant that American children needed to understand what the characters were saying, and he did not believe that the Beatles themselves, talking and speaking the way they spoke, unmodulated by time and circumstance, Liverpoolian accents, he was sure that uh, the show would not be successful if they did the voice tracks, because the kids wouldn't understand what they were saying. Whether he was right or not, i have no clue, but I, I believe that's really the reason why.
0: Now, you say that John was not a fan of the show, but were any of the other Beatles fans?
1: Well, um, Ringo, um, Ringo was heard to say when he first came out of the screening room, having first seen the this Saturday morning cartoons. He was heard to say, Hey, they made me an idiot. <laughs> yes, Paul. Not you, Ringo, the prop man. Oh, I'm taking his place today. This first number is a tender romantic love song. Uh I've got just the thing. Now kids, while Ringo is you, Paul, how's this?
0: Who in blazes are you supposed to be? Cupid, of course. Romance against it. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was, of course, far from an idiot in real life. We we had these artificial personalities in the Group, you know um, but they were sort of loosely based on reality anyway you know
0: I distinctly remember Ringo basically his only line was usually ha, ha, yeah yeah that's right
1: that was the <laughs> <idiot>.
0: <laughs> how many episodes were there of the Beatles cartoons I mean how long did it go on
1: there was maybe I don't know 14, 16, half-hour shows, and there's three episodes in every half-hour show. I don't remember. I don't even remember for sure the the years it was on, you know, or the years, I I think it was 64, 65 I was doing
0: it. That sounds about right, yeah. Ron, when I see a T-shirt that has the Beatle cartoon images on it in like a Hot Topic store or something like that, do you get a cut of that, or is that something that's owned by someone else now? I wish. Yeah.
1: No, I don't want to cut, don't need a cut, and um, there is no cut for... Uh, I was, I was a, a pay-for-work guy in those days.
0: Well, after the Beatles cartoon, you were indeed asked to participate in the Yellow Submarine Project then, right?
1: Yes. Uh, after doing uh, Cool McCool, um, I came to the United States, and Bill Hanna hired me there for the first year. And after that, I left... Uh, the studio, and uh, subsequently opened my own studio across the road from Annabelle Bara, like boulevard there in Hollywood. But between that time, I was working on uh, the development of a show called Scooby Doo, yeah, and, and I was working on George of the Jungle, and um, and I got a telephone call again from Al Brodax asking me if I could help out animating on the feature film that they were producing in London at TVC called uh, The Yellow Submarine, which I to do, and in that instance, I was not directing on or anything. Uh, I was not responsible for anything significant, except they sent me scenes that they needed animation for, and I animated them, and sent them back in pencil drawing form to England, where it was inked and painted, and the scenes were dropped into the film. And uh, I worked with my colleague, Dwayne Crowder, for eight months, doing... 12 minutes of animation, and it took eight months.
0: Saturday morning cartoons, you are all over that, and, and some of the, the hipper ones, as you mentioned, I, I remember on ABC how cool it was to watch George of the Jungle, Tom Slick, and Super Chick, and those were just the coolest cartoons. Yeah, they were fun shows. And you were involved with the Smurfs, too.
1: Eight years of my life on the Smurfs, yes, indeed. I love the Smurfs. Um, I was, uh, throughout my 50 years of making cartoons, I was always fortunate in being able to work on shows that I really liked. And I particularly loved this Rugrats and the Flintstones and Jetsons.
0: And yeah, my kids, their generation, the Rugrats and Rocket Power and Duckman, I mean, just really, really great stuff, Ron.
1: <laughs> Duckman. Funny you mention that. That was Elizabeth Taylor's favorite
0: cartoon. Is that right?
1: Politically incorrect duck man walking around smoking cigarettes <laughs> going to massage parlors and drinking too
0: much. And no, it probably, probably reminded of her Richard of Richard Burton, Burton right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of that. Yeah, you're right. What you are doing now is you go, you tour, you go to these shows, which is great. And is it true that you do paintings of, of some of the Beatles' cartoon art and people can actually purchase this?
1: Yeah, I work with with, uh, rock art show and I, I do painting space on all of the television shows that I've been involved with it's a way to uh, stave off uh, the day that cannot when it comes be delayed and it keeps me alive uh, and keeps me busy in my retirement days and I get a chance to meet members of the audience of the multitude of cartoons that I've been involved with and Art Show is a great organization, and we do shows all over the country. Indeed, we're doing shows internationally now, where we just came back from Mexico City, doing a wonderful show there, where we attracted uh, huge crowds of people. We're hoping uh, to be doing a show in, uh, in Bologna, Italy, where I can eat uh, spaghetti bolognese. Uh, <laughs> <be back. laughs> number one in Spain, and uh, so That's... all of this is going on with Rock Art Show.
0: That's quite a life you have there. Now... Uh... Uh, hopefully, you get here to Las Vegas. It would be seems like it would be a perfect fit because of the Beatles' Love Show, and they have a really nice little gallery in there with, with a lot of uh, Beatles artwork. Oh, I'm very
1: familiar with that. I, I uh, have done a lot of shows at uh, the Love Art Show, uh, the, at the Love Boutique there. Nice. I, I haven't in um, some years now, but uh, there was a few years there where I was selling paintings to the multitudes that were going into the Love Show. The, the Love Show.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'd love to see you back here at some point. Well, it's been great talking to you, Ron Campbell. You've uh, brought so many hours of great entertainment to uh, adults and kids alike with all the uh, cartoons that you've been involved with over the years. Well,
1: thanks a lot for having me. I'm glad I've had some session with you.
0: And if people want to go to your uh, website, uh, where do they go, Ron?
1: They go to rockartshow.com, or they ask Google to look up Ron Campbell Animator or Ron Campbell Beatles. Or, uh, but, uh, that, that will always direct them to rockartshow.com anyway. So.
0: Great. Ron, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Ron does continue to make a very nice living touring all of his cartoon artwork. Just a shame, though, that the Beatles cartoon will never be properly remastered and released. Just too much licensing involved. You can check out episodes on YouTube, but that audio is really rotten and it's about as good as it gets. I thought the most interesting thing Ron said was, no, they didn't want the Beatles to voice the cartoon because American kids wouldn't understand them. Well, that does it for another episode of The Fake Show. Get it at thefakeshow.com website or on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. I'm Jim Tofty. <laughs> yeah.